thank you for clicking that link it's season two and episode four of permeated in god's presence if it's your first time here i'm so glad to have you i'm just a jesus girl sharing the word of god with a goal to encourage someone out there to prophesy the promises in his words as we get a deeper understanding of god's will and purpose for our lives thank you god for a new day thank you for your grace your mercy your love upon our lives oh god we thank you for this new week we thank you for all that you have done in us we pray that as we go into your word oh god give us the grace to not only be hearers of your word but doers of your word give us the grace to walk with you even more and more in jesus name amen so this text is taken from Genesis 12 and 13. So last episode we had discussed what it means to be guided by God in fulfilling his assignment. I honestly thought I was done with that, but clearly God needed me to dwell a bit more on what it takes to step into possession of what he has promised. You see, sometimes God isn't only sending us on an assignment, but leading us into his promise. I woke up thinking to myself today, I never want to not own or possess everything that God has prepared for me long before I even comprehended what it means to walk with him. Drawing learnings from the life of Abraham, it's never been more clear that obedience plays a key role in listening to God and doing his perfect will. I'm sure you already know that. I can't overemphasize the importance of obedience and each new day I'll pray to God and say, please help me to obey you in every situation even when it makes absolutely no sense. So in between God's promise and where we are right now is the path we need to take. The path is not always physical, by the way. I mean, for Abraham, he had to physically move. But for some of us today, the path we need to take is mental. It's a transformation of the mind or a change in perspective. You know, it's a spiritual upgrade and so on. But what I realized was even though Abraham's move was physical, all of these precedent shifts had been done. He had a clear perspective on how he sees God. You can't even obey someone you don't trust, if I'm being honest. So he trusted God so much so that his faith was rooted in what God had said. If he didn't have so much faith in this stage of moving locations, how would he have even trusted when his faith was tested? So let's just bring it home. And as I study Genesis 12 and 13, as cliche as this story is, I had a brand new understanding of the path you and I have to play as we walk down the path to our God-given possessions. I'll just start off with humility and obedience. Like I said earlier, you see, I can go on and on speaking about what it means to have a humble heart and a willingness to obey, you know, to really let God move and work in us. Abraham was described to have been wealthy when God had, you know, asked him to leave Haran to a land where he would show him. He had absolutely no clue. And God is still very much interested in blessing us. So there's a huge possibility that you are doing great where you currently are. But God has a bigger purpose and blessing for you in the next place he's leading you to. You see, let's just read quickly Genesis 12.5. Abraham took his wife, Sarai, his nephew Lot, and all his wealth, his livestock, and all the people he had taken into his household at Haran, and headed for the land of Canaan. So at this point, Abraham's perspective was instilled in obedience. He didn't think, oh, God can bless me anywhere I am. In fact, he has already blessed me, so what more do I need? You know, which a lot of us, you know, could easily fall into that sort of mindset today. But God needed to use Abraham to be a blessing to his generation. And our perspective needs to be 
way beyond what we desire for ourselves. Sometimes our obedience also acts as a leverage, you know, to those around us. And that's a key part we have to play. Another thing is exhortation. And I'll just go further down to read verse 7. It says, Then the Lord appeared to Abraham and said, I will give this land to your descendants. And Abraham built an altar there and dedicated it to the Lord who had appeared. When you read further down, you can tell that Abraham was a man who reverenced and exalted God in the big things and in the little things. As God takes you through the journey and unveils his promises, do you take some time to pause and just exalt his name and say, you know what, God, I just thank you. Even though I don't see the full picture, I'm still grateful. You see, you can never go wrong basking in thanksgiving to God for everything he's done and he's still yet to do. Abraham had only gotten a portion of the possessions God had prepared for him, but he was already in a position of gratitude and there's nothing more beautiful. Let me also quickly speak to a perspective of conviction. Not long after all of these had happened and you know, Abraham had built an altar giving thanks to God, a severe famine struck in the land of Canaan. And if you read further down to verse 10, it says, At that time a severe famine struck and the land of Canaan, forcing Abraham to go down to Egypt, where he lived as a foreigner. Yet another reason why our perspective matters in walking with God and into his plan for us. So what is our attitude when God blesses us, then things turn southwards? So do we maintain a firm belief in what he has spoken and stick with him through it all? Or do we get shaky and start doubting it? and say you know if this was his will in the first place you know maybe this shouldn't have happened like why am i coming to live in a land as a foreigner when god has promised to give me all of a certain land where i'm even yet to reach now abraham knew what god had spoken and he was sure he wasn't alone on this journey so even when the famine arose and he had to go with his family to egypt he was certain god was still in all of it as I read the scenario in Egypt and how Pharaoh had obtained Sarai as his wife, you know, and tried to bribe his way through giving Abraham gifts. At this point, I'm sure Abraham was so firm in faith and felt, well, if that's what it takes to let your will be done, you know, so be it. But God is not a God of either or. He doesn't take from us to give to us. He said, there's this Yoruba saying that goes, me." Which means, God, please don't take from me in exchange for what you're about to bless me with. But the great news is that that's not how God operates. God doesn't take to give. He gives from the abundance of all that he is. He is also way capable to rescue and deliver. And that is how he's stepped in for Abraham in that moment. I pray that on our path to possession, there will be no losses in Jesus' name. So just going on, you know, um, despite all of these, what did Abraham then think to do? So let's go now to Genesis 13 and just read verse 4 very quickly. Actually, I'll start off from verse 1. You know, it speaks about how Abraham had left Egypt and traveled north. So from south, he was now going up north into the Negev, along with his wife and Lord and all that they owned. So you see, verse 3 says, From Negev they continued traveling by stages towards Bethel, and they pitched their tent between Bethel and Ai, where they had camped before. This was the same place where Abraham had built the altar, and there he worshipped the Lord again. So with everything that happened, Abraham said, You know what? I'm going to lead my family back into that place of rest, back into God's presence. Because I do not even understand what is happening yet, but I trust the God who has spoken. 
You see, so he took his family back to that place of worship where he had initially built an altar to the Lord. When we are feeling unsure and things don't seem as clear yet, our best bet is to navigate into that place of rest and connect with the Father. And what happens with this? So when we move back into his presence and, you know, connect with him, what this does is it births peace in us, right? If I read further down in Genesis 13 from verses 8 to 9, it says, Finally, Abraham said to Lord, let's not allow this conflict to come between us or our headsmen. You know, this was when they were now trying to decide where each of them would reside right and he says after all we are close relatives the whole countryside is open to you take your choice of any section of the land you want and we'll separate if you want the land to the left then i'll take the land on the right if you prefer the land on the right then i'll go to the left you see i found this one very interesting because abraham was the one god had spoken to abraham was the one leading his family on this journey but he got to this point of understanding that so abraham didn't think oh i mean this is my revelation this is my journey this is my possession i'll take what is preferred to me and then let you take the other so after all he had he was the one being led by god you know but instead he craved peace more than pride he had asked his nephew Lot to decide his preferred land which he won't mind settling for the other option but most importantly is when we understand god's plan for us we will operate from a place of peace abraham already knew what God promised and he was clear that his descendants would benefit from his possessions so he didn't think God was giving me all of this he already understood that this was for me and my family and my future generations to come finally I'll just speak to believing strongly in what God has spoken because that is the foundation of even moving or even you know opening our eyes to see what he has promised in the first place you see so he says Abraham settled in Canaan and you know God had blessed him even more saying as far as your eyes can see and this I think is one of my favorite verses in this chapter it says as far as your eyes could see in every direction the land has become a permanent position for you and your generations to come you see god's blessings for us is not fixed to a location as long as we have faith in what he has promised so let's just go into this new week and a new month you know understanding that we have a part to play as we walk hand in hand with god down that path to receive our god-given possession thank you lord jesus for your word thank you for speaking to us just in time Thank you because we know that for everything that you have promised, you are leading us, walking hand in hand with us, to step into our possession. Almighty God and Father, in this new week and as we go into the new month, we pray, O oh God, that you will birth supernatural miracles for us. Let our eyes be open to what we can see. And even when we can't see it, help us to continue to trust and believe in you. Father, open our eyes to see far. Let us have so much faith that we'll begin to imagine the goodness and all the things that God is set to do for us. Let us not be double-minded. Let our eyes be fixed on what God has said and not fixed on the limitations. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Almighty God and Father, for your word. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. Please be sure to catch up on previous episodes if you haven't already. And please share with your loved ones because you never really know who needs to hear this. Have a super amazing week and remain in God's presence. Bye.